at the team. It's good to hear from them, isn't it? Now, they welcome you week in, week out, and they're faithful, and we want to just take an opportunity to say thank you so much to them. So why don't you guys just give them a big applause for all the service they extend to you every single week? Fantastic. Well, I want to share a brief word with you this, uh, this weekend as we're preparing for Christmas. Um, in John 1, verse 1 through 5, there's a famous passage that all of us know very well. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's just spend a moment in prayer. Father, we ask for the presence of your Spirit here, Lord, as we look to the gift of Jesus Christ into our lives and into this world. And Father, we ask, Lord, that you'd open our eyes, that you'd give us a revelation, that you'd help us to see that which you've hidden in your Word, Lord, for us. Lord, that there be a revelation, Father, as we gather around your Word to chew on your Word and to feed on your Word. And Lord, that it would speak to our hearts in such a way that sets us into increasing freedom in a way which brings you much glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, when I read these passages, there's always this one line that it stuck out to me when I was reading through it, and it's one of those lines that you really want to hear one of those movie uh, presenters read. You know when they're advertising a film, and they do the really deep voice, and they do the kind of funny talking? I'm going to give it a go. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Amen. I don't think I've got a future in Hollywood, do you? <laughs> but it's such a powerful word because it speaks about the light that is revealed to all of us through the person of Jesus. Now, God intends for a light to be revealed to every single one of us. As, a human, as, a, as humankind, as created human beings, there is a creation mandate on every single one of us that we would be carriers of the light of Jesus Christ. And when you turn the light on something, you begin to see what it really looks like, what it really is shaped like, the characteristics, the features that it has. When you turn the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ and begin to shine it on a human being, you begin to see the glory which God has intended that we would walk in. We are much more than animals. We are created in the image and glory of God. There is a stamp, an image on every single one of us which reflects our creator who is in heaven. And as we begin to look at the complexity of the creation of humankind, there is something in us that God has placed on the inside of us which brings him glory. One of the challenges is that so many people live in a place of darkness. Human humanity lives in a place of darkness. Events like Newtown just this Friday remind us just how much darkness people can and do live in. And God doesn't want us living in darkness. He wants us to be those that step out into the light. If you were to think of somebody that was locked in a room or locked in a cave for the entirety of their life or even for just a year, with no sunshine, no sunlight, no engagement with the outer world, and then suddenly to see a ray of light, they would begin to walk towards that light. They would desire to step out into that light. We are called to be the people that do step out into that light. But the issue is sometimes people prefer darkness. 
And when we begin to behold Jesus from a place of darkness, as if He is darkness, then we don't see the truth and the life that is available in Him. When we begin to look at Jesus or observe Jesus through eyes of offense, God, God done nothing for me. He's never answered any of my prayer. He's never heard me. Look, you know, my parents were sick and my family member was sick and he did nothing about that. We are beholding Jesus from a place of darkness and ascribing darkness to him. That doesn't make sense. We can't understand Jesus when we look at him that way. But Jesus calls us to begin to step out into the light, to see him as he truly, truly is. And God is calling all of us to step out and to begin to understand that Jesus himself is light. And when you take that light, the perfection of the person of Jesus, and you begin to turn it on yourself and begin to look at yourself in that light, there's one thing that happens first, that you recognize there's a lot of sin that you've been hiding under and hiding with. And perhaps we might look down and see instead of nice, shining robes of righteousness, we might see tattered clothes, rags, filth. But the shining of the light upon you brings you to a place where you can begin to remove the filthy clothes, remove the staining, and instead put on the righteousness that is in Jesus. See, some of us need the light to guide our path because we keep walking around in the same circles of sin. We keep wondering and wondering and wondering and wondering and find suddenly when the light's turned on that we've been wandering the same path year after year after year after year. But when the light is turned on in your life, you begin to see the clear path that the Lord has laid out before you. And in the same light, you begin to see the sin which has held you back. How many of you have had those moments of revelation or realization, oh my goodness me. I cannot believe that I used to think like that or I'm thinking like that right now. I can't believe that I still try to justify this sin in the presence of God, but the light that is shining on that sin is revealing to me that there's something that I need to leave behind. When the light begins to shine on you, when the light begins to reflect on you the glory that is in Christ Jesus, you begin to see that which is glorious beneath the sin that you see so easily. The tattered clothes hide glory on the inside of you. And those tattered clothes are to be left behind as you step forward into the glory that God has placed in you. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is not just at hand, but it is within you. And you individually are called to reflect the glory of God. At Christmas time, we remember the giving of good gifts. We remember that God gave us the most perfect gift in His Son. It says in James 1, 17 and 18, Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of His own will, He has brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be kind of firstfruits of His creatures. Jesus, the gift of Jesus, is a revelation of the light of God. God is perfect in every single way, and He turns His heavenly love, His heavenly light to bear on every single one of you. 
It says in John 1, 17, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We all know that the law is good, but the problem with the law in the light is it casts a mighty big shadow over your life. When you're called to walk in the light, the law gives you a sense of separation from the glorious Father of lights who is pouring out His good gifts on every single one of us. Yet we find ourselves hidden in the shadows because of sin revealed by the law. I want to throw a thought out for you. This Christmas time, is there tension around you and your Christian faith when you go home? Because instead of bringing light into the home, you bring the shadow of the law. Instead of bringing the hope of Jesus Christ and the glory of Jesus Christ into your home and lighting that place up with the, the freedom that God has given you, do you bring the shadow that brings condemnation, that leads your family members to think, I can't sit around this holier-than-thou Christian? See, what this is about, what the gospel of Jesus Christ is about, is about all of us stepping into the glorious light that is in Jesus Christ. It's not about us shining our lights at other people. Hey, my light's brighter than yours. I go to church five services on a Sunday. How many do you go? I go to church and I go to my cell group. You need a cell. No cell, you're going to hell. But sometimes we live like that. But the, the gospel is that all of us would step out into the glorious light that is in Jesus Christ that all of us would step out of the shadow of being under the law. And what this is about is about being set free from the law and set free from sin, not to sin, but from sin. Jesus is that grace, that truth, that light for every single one of us. And by being placed in the light, every one of you, as you make a decision to follow Jesus, are placed in the light you find there that you can truly know who your Father is. Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. If we see the glory that is available in Christ, we see the Father. And there is an invitation to step into that light. All of us are called to step into that light. And I want to give you an opportunity to respond today. As we're looking forward to Christmas as we're looking forward to everything that's going to happen in and around our Christmas tables with family, with friends, with loved ones, that we would remember that this is a season of light. This is a season of remembering the perfection that is revealed in Jesus. And to live as such, to walk as such, to walk as those that are standing in the light ourselves and remembering that Jesus has done something so powerful for us that when we look down, we don't see the rags any longer. When we look down, we see the robes of righteousness, and we can only turn our hearts back to Jesus and say, thank you, Jesus, for your holy light. Amen? I want to give you an opportunity, if this Christmas time you've not thought about the person of Christ, but in just a few illustrations, you've suddenly had a revelation. I need Jesus in my life. I need to be walking in the light. I've been walking in the darkness of sin. I've been walking thinking that God was terrible, when in fact, God is good, and He wants to show you His goodness. If you need an opportunity to respond to that today, we're going to pray as a congregation. And what I would like for you to do at the end of that prayer is to simply raise your hand and say, yes, I want Jesus in my life. Amen.
So let's all bow our heads today. And let's pray. Lord Jesus, hold on with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you became a man like us. And you came to be the light to men. And Lord, we want to step out into the light. There is a need to leave behind sin, to become new creations. We're able to do that because of what you've done for us, Jesus. So we ask you today, would you become our Lord? Would you become our Savior? In Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I want to ask you boldly to raise your hand and say, I want to step into the light this afternoon. Just simply stick your hand up in the air. Thank you so much, two of you, three of you, four. Any further? Do you want to step into the light that is in Jesus Christ? Raise your hand high. Keep it lifted high. Father, we ask for these four that have raised their hands, Lord, as they make a response to pursue Jesus and to step into the light. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would open their eyes, that they would understand just what you've done for them. That you, Jesus, on the cross have taken their sin, you've taken their shame, you've taken the things of darkness, and you've ushered them into your glorious light. We praise you for your work in their life, and we thank you for your work in their life, and that you take them on further with you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big praise offering right now. Amen. Fantastic. Well, it's great to have you here with us as we celebrate this Christmas time. And the team all wanted to take a, an opportunity to give you a big, big uh, Merry Christmas. So they're going to stand right where they are and sing to you right where they are just now. Um, so all of you, all of you that are on the team, stand up. We got a bit. We wish you a Merry Christmas for everybody. Okay. Let's just turn around. Three, two, one. We wish. God bless you. To those that raised your hand, there's someone around you, they would like to give you a gospel of John and just pray with you. If you'd spend a few moments with them, be, they won't be long, but it'd be great to encourage you as you take this next step. God bless you. Do remember, in about an hour's time, we're going to be starting our Christmas concert. It'd be great to have you all involved with that. There is a 2.30 service next week, our all-age celebration, and then we'll see you in the new year. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. See you soon. <laughs>